Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 where Paul, early in this chapter, is in the midst of talking, uh, really um, spilling his uh, state of heart concerning the division, the angst that was now in play between this church and himself. Paul, being a pastor, quintessential pastor no less, had been trying to walk that fine line of the love of his flock and the need to correct, the need to teach doctrine, even if it is difficult. Now, if you recall from back in the first letter to the church in Corinth, Paul had had to deal with a sinful situation that not only existed in that church, but what was being allowed to exist, allowed to fester, to manifest itself. And that was the situation of the man who had been apparently sleeping with what we read as his mother, stepmother, and the church is putting up with it. And Paul said, the man's got to go. Uh, and they followed through with it. And now as we jump into this chapter and this letter, we're going to be seeing that it was time to forgive this man who had indeed been punished by the church, but he had subsequently repented and was seeking forgiveness, and the church was flinching. Let's jump into it, and we'll see what the text tells us. Verse 5, But if any has caused sorrow, he has caused sorrow, not to me, but in part, that I may not press too heavily, to you all. This punishment, which was inflicted by the many, is sufficient for such a one, and so that, on the contrary, you should rather forgive him and comfort him, lest by any means such a one would be swallowed up with excessive sorrow. Therefore, I beg you to confirm your love towards him. Now, as we often do, let's read this in the Living Bible for clarity. Paul says, Remember that the man I wrote about, who caused all the trouble, has not caused sorrow to me as much as to all the rest of you. Though I certainly have my share in it too, I don't want to be harder on him than I should. He has been punished enough by your united disapproval. And now it is time to forgive him and comfort him. Otherwise, he may become so bitter and discouraged that he won't be able to recover. Please show him now that you still do love him very much. So again, context here. Early on, back in that first letter, Paul had wrote it to this church. Now, as I said before, he dealt with this issue of the adulterous man. And one thing we need to understand in the dealing with this guy is this guy was no doubt more than just a worldly seeker who happened into the fellowship one day. And we need that clarity because we don't want to think that, you know, sinners are never welcome in our midst. This guy was a man who claimed to be a believer and was part of the church, but was involved in unrepentant sin. So this is a vast difference than a guy coming in to inquire about the things of God. Paul was clearly uh, 
in his direction, dealing with this issue, saying this man had to go. As long as he remained, that man and his sin would have continued to affect the whole body like a cancer. Paul was stating now that despite his position on the matter, he was still distraught over this guy. He he hadn't hurt Paul in any way, is what he's saying. He, he had done actually more damage to the Corinthian fellowship more than he did to Paul. The church followed through. They tossed the man out. But now apparently they were not allowing him to repent and come back to the church body. But it is in this step of the disciplinary action that we see whether or not the true Christ love is going to take place. When an offender repents and seeks restoration, we as a church body, not just the leadership, but the whole church body, we are to receive him back into the fellowship. Luke 17.4 says, If he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times returns saying, I repent, you shall forgive him. The scriptural practice of church discipline is extremely rare in today's greater church, and we know that. In this matter, both steps of the process must be obeyed, both the removal of the guy and the restoration, if the guy wants it and there is repentance. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information, on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.